Before we start the episode, I just want you to know that we talk about an historical terrorist attack. So if that's something that you are dealing with trauma around or you just don't want to deal with it, then go ahead and feel free to skip this episode and hope to see you next time. And make sure you're taking care of yourselves, too. The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. Listen up. And how old are your kids? Four and almost two. Mm. So, I mean, it's good that they don't have a sense of time. Like, they don't, they're perfectly happy doing the same thing every day. Like, they don't care. Yeah. And, and plus, too, it's always it's always good to to be with them as much as you can when they're young and stuff like that, too. Yeah, you know, we're getting, we're definitely getting some quality time. You know, even, even now, my daughter's five and she's going to start, start, question mark kindergarten in the mm, fall yeah. and so she's like oh she's getting older <laughs> shit it's not gonna right. stop right and even though it's it's nice to, to have like a little bit more it's like oh okay a little bit more she yeah. will be independent yeah. and kind of do stuff and it's kind of like, okay cool can uh you know maybe try to stay up and watch some tv or something like that or oh yeah if i could get my son like fully potty trained like number two he's perfectly good on like nails it every time no accidents like lets me know every single time like he just can't get the peeing in like he just he just can't hasn't registered yet that that needs to happen in the in the body every time so he's still in the pull-ups but yeah that's my that's my goal for the this summer is to get that to happen i forget what they say if they say that uh girls or boys are easier they say girls are easier you say girls yeah. are easier yeah yeah you don't have to worry about aim <laughs> right it's a damn depth perception (laughs) welcome to season four episode 10 of the better band podcast an all-encompassing trip through the pearl jam catalog i am your host brandon palomo each episode my guests and i go track by track through every album soundtrack and single to discover why you simply can't find a better band Welcome back to the Better Band Podcast. I am your host, Brandon, and today we have friend of the show, John Farrar. Hello, John. Hello, Brandon. Thanks for having me back. How are you? Oh, I am well. How are you? I'm all right. You know, just staying home, doing the thing, you know, we're uh, just trying to make it through this. So I appreciate you uh, giving me uh, one of my favorite songs to uh, to research here. This one brings back a lot of memories for me. Oh, yes. Back in... Uh... 1996 it was the the summer olympic games the the centennial olympiad as it were yeah i remember god going back to 1990 i think when they announced uh that atlanta was getting the olympics because you know i i I live in georgia Mm -hmm. just about back then i lived about an hour north uh in a small town but now i live in atlanta and uh yeah i remember like my mom driving my sister and I to middle school and like listening to the announcement on the radio, like to the city of Atlanta, like, and we'd like freaked out. Like it was the biggest thing ever. Like, Oh my God, the Olympics are coming. It's going to be, it's going to be the best, like probably 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, actually got tickets. I went with my dad to, to boxing on the night that, that the bombing happened. 
Uh, we were there in Centennial Park a few hours before, left, drove back home, went to sleep. I got up early the next morning to go to work, turned on the radio, the, which the radio station, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, and uh, yeah, heard heard like Dan Rather in the news on the radio. And I was like, what happened? So I hear them, you know, talking about a bombing at the Olympics and ran down, woke up my parents like, holy crap, did you see this? Like, we were just there. Like, so I have a, I have a real personal tie in with with anything like that and and this pearl jam song is one of the only ones that that mentions georgia if not the only one so i uh it's one of my favorites i have a soft spot for it so uh, um is it true that all uh all soft drinks all soda they call uh they call coke that is true yes okay so then if if well i would i would think like they wouldn't say oh like everybody else here, oh, Coke or Pepsi, because they all have Coke, right? You can't have Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> they run P- you out I think of town. Pizza, pizza Hut, Pizza Hut was blacklisted because they oh, had yeah. Pepsi products for a long time. So in, like, yeah. Taco Bell, the... the Yeah, it's it's a big problem. No, not really. I don't, yeah. Gang wars, oh, right. the sharks right. and the uh, jets. Back when stuff like that mattered. <laughs> the cola wars, oh, man. <laughs> Ask your... Kids, ask your uh, ask your parents about that. Oh, it's, it's there, there's a Billy Joel song about it. Just go listen to that. <laughs> well, if you if you couldn't have guessed uh, by that talk, and uh, well, I guess by the title of the episode that you see when you open this, I I don't know why I have to tell you, but uh, this is about Olympic platinum. from the 96 fan club single uh, that was written by the uh, engineer for the No Code Sessions, uh, Nick Didia. He's a long time, worked with the band. We, we can say, we'll put written in quotation marks because I have a feeling this was jotted down very hastily and almost improv, well, I would think. The music is pretty, it's, it's, it, 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 it kind of ha- it has, it has a, like two sections in it. Yeah, two sections, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> both the, both the sections you need for music. No, if you uh, if you look in the in the PJ Twenty book, Peter Buck from REM talks about. Uh, I think they were working on New Adventures in Hi Fi, mm-hmm. and it says Ed Peter Buck says Ed came by and played us the song Olympic Platinum from a day when no one else showed up to the studio. And that was when they kind of decided to do the joint single the, the next year with Happy When I'm Crying and Live for Today. But yeah, it, that's funny when no one else showed up to the studio. So just Ed and Stone, like, all right, I guess it's just us. What do you guys want to do? And like, oh, the Olympics are coming up. We should, and then, you know, we should do something for that. Nick, you got anything? <laughs> you know, I, that, that's how I picture it going down. Like they probably spent an hour or so on it. Mm-hmm. Get get Mike on the phone. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if you were able to you were able to track that down finally, but I think he's probably just doing some background vocals. Yeah, I think. Um, let me see. 
the uh, this uh, finally I, I I bought this single finally and I'm waiting for it to come in the mail. Okay, I've had it for a long time. It's it's amazing. The packaging's really cool. Yeah, and it's uh, uh the so the only one I don't have now is the first one. Oh yeah, gotten... yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not selling you mine. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, you'd be like, well, it depends how many millions of dollars you that's have. Right. That's right. Actually, I, f- I found it for a pretty, a pretty good deal. Like, I think I paid maybe 75 bucks for it because it's a, it's a little beat up. You know, it's not a great copy, but didn't care. Mm-hmm. They only made 1,500 of them, so. Yeah. So I, I haven't had a chance to uh, to listen to it, listen to it. I just have the same oh, okay. probably burned copy that everybody has from online. Back in the day when, yeah. when this came out. Yeah, so this was kind of leaked, if you could call it that. Back uh, back in 96, they played it on the radio, then on 99X, which was the station that I uh, alluded to before. Like, that was that was the station that I listened to every single day. Like, i get home from school and just turn it on. It was the alternative station. So I had to think that I heard this on the radio. I have to, I have to go back through my tapes and see if I if I have it on tape, but yeah, I think they, they just sent it to the radio station. Like they were probably in town and like, Hey, Mm -hmm. you know, play this during the Olympics. Well, it'll be, it'll be hilarious. Right. (laughs) And then, and you go back and like, you can look at like BBS post and like all dot, whatever the stuff was back then on the internet. Like, what is the song? Like there was, I think there was a thing in the rumor pit. Like, what what was that song that they played? What what was that? They were just like, "Eh, don't know. You'll see. (laughs) But yeah, I, I probably heard it on that radio because like i said i listened to it every single day was that the same station that had uh the atlanta show yes it was oh okay well everybody you could probably just go outside and listen right or wait no the fox theater is uh indoor right okay, yeah. <laughs> not yeah many, not many yeah. outdoor yeah. theaters i guess the uh the the, the globe um yeah <laughs> no not not anything good yeah <laughs> but it's cool like you know songs never been played live but I like to think because they they did a little short tour in '96, like the the not sponsored by Ticketmaster tour, where they played I think Charlotte and a couple mm-hmm. places in Florida, maybe. So they were around this area. So I like to think if they had been able to play a show here, that they probably would have played it or at least tagged it on Daughter or something. Yeah, they'd probably have to have Brendan to play the uh, the piano. Then don't you think? Yeah, he's he's in town. Yeah. They, they could have done. Oh, well, they got boom now. They can bust that out whenever. Well, I guess the yeah, Olympics yeah. being canceled. <laughs> I guess that's right. Probably, damn it. But no, I mean, you people people always forget about this because if you always hear like how many you know the, you always get the question like how many how many people have played drums on Pearl Jam songs like they people will try to do a gotcha because like the drum tech played on Satan's Bed. It's a guy's named Jimmy Shove or something, mm-hmm. and like oh you get. Cruson and Chamberlain and Aberzees and Irons and Cameron and this guy Jimmy Show, but we actually get Stone playing drums on the song, so add him to the list. Like that, that's a good little trivia question. Mm-hmm. You can you can stump your friends on that one. Yeah, that's uh, uh, let's see. The, yeah, it has uh, on the single. It has the people listed on it. Eddie singing. Uh, Brendan O'Brien is playing the bass. Stone is playing the drums. Mm-hmm. Nick is playing the keyboards. I don't know if it's Didia or. Didia? I think or... it's Didia. Yeah. Yeah. And then it says Mike McCready on the phone, which listening to it, it might be maybe he's one of the, uh, he's like one of the uh, Olympic dream, like kind of background things because 
Yeah, they probably wanted like a little chorus of yeah. There's definitely some stone in there. You can hear stones like yeah. falsetto. But like listening to it, you'd, I I would hear like an increase in static, and then and then that right before, and it's <laughs> right. like, oh, I wonder if it's right. just a bad like rip <laughs> of 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 the uh, of the single, or maybe because they're recording it from a, a phone or something like that. That's like you know they have a bunch of noise there, yeah. so they just yeah. s- silence it and then turn it right up, so they. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I think you're onto something there. I think you're right. Yeah, the the packaging's really cool on the single. Like I like the uh, you know, almost 4 minutes of solid platinum like it's got kind of a 50s kind of single 45 feel to it. Like Pearl Jam plays and sings Olympic platinum. And on the back it's got the pictures of them in various Olympic sports superimposed. Eddie's got his number 23, his little Jordan tie-in on this on his skiing. And uh who's playing tennis? McCready's playing tennis. Yep, McCready's playing tennis. Stone's doing some long distance running with his 999 on. I don't know if that's supposed to be, he's just a fan of that UK punk band 999 or upside down 666 or something. Jeff is, uh, then it looks like Jeff is doing the, it's, I think it's it's a luge. luge. It looks like it's like a two man luge. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Jack doing some cross checking and and a little hockey (laughs) game there. Yeah. They didn't even bother to like, do only summer Olympic sports. Dad, who cares? Just yeah. Pick, just pick a sport. It's like, fine. Uh, tennis and running <laughs> and everything else winter. Yeah. 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 But this isn't just, it's about all Olympics. It's about the, 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 the overall Olympic dream, not just the summer Olympics. Right. Was right. this the, uh, was this the one with Dan and Dave that they were, had those TV commercials about? I think that was 92. Oh, was it? I think Dan and Dave is 92. I think Dan maybe came back for 96, but Dave was out by that point. I think he had had like some kind of catastrophic injury. Mm-hmm. So he was out, but I, I'm pretty sure Dan and Dave is 92. Yeah. There's, I don't know. I don't, I don't think anybody, if you're pulling out a real, uh, 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 rarity, you're going to say, Oh yeah. Olympic platinum. Yeah. But really, but you know, as, as and this is covering, covering all the songs. So, you know, I gotta, I gotta cover it. Of course. Yeah, and this is one, too, that I think they, there's a couple that, you know, obviously Lost Dogs, like, collected a lot of these songs like this from the singles and the B-sides. But I think that they were very strategic and left off some of the songs on purpose so that people would have to go out and find them. Mm-hmm. Like this and Leatherman, I think they, they were like, no, let's let's leave those as a kind of little bonus for people to seek out. And this... uh Two is also one of their their rare sort of uh, examples of of the the sense of humor that they have. Oh yeah, it's great. Like I know you know the engineer Didia gets gets credit for music and lyrics, but I gotta think like some of that stuff is Ed like improving. You know, like Dwight Stone from seventy two and seventy six, and you know the the very dated Bruce Jenner reference, um, and then the the runner. You know, I went back and looked at the the runner who he's talking about, like distance runner, trained his whole life, and then tripped and fell. That's Mary Decker from the 84 Olympics. I remember that, too, where that was so controversial, where she 
got tangled up and tripped or something like with a, I think her name was Zola bud. Mm-hmm. It was, that was a big deal. And like, it was in the 3000 meter final. Like, yeah, that was, and then she got all mad and was like, I think, it, Oh, you can, people should go back and like, if it's, it's fits on YouTube, it's classic. Like it was so controversial at the time. And like the whole thing with the, the 84 Olympics and like the 80 Olympics being like this Soviet union cold war thing where we're not coming. Well, we're not coming to, to yours. So, you know, but yeah, that the Olympics were a big deal and you know, they kind of lost a little bit of the luster, but I still enjoy it when it comes around. Yeah, and that's sort of uh, the the Simpsons reference from the one episode with the flashback. I think it's uh, Lisa's first word or something, and uh, Krusty Burger is going to give out a bunch of free food and uh, said, oh, don't worry. We picked uh, Olympic events that uh, communists always win. And then, <laughs> and then they boycotted and Krusty lost a lot of money. But yeah, there's, there's, uh, yeah. let's see. Oh, but anyway, back to the, the, yeah. the humor. I think that it's, it, it, it's something that they have and like, you see them live and sometimes I'll joke around and stuff like that. And especially if they like dress up in costumes and everything and, and, you know, like dirty Frank. Okay. That's, that's a little bit of, I guess their sense of humor and stuff like that. Sure. And I, I, I kind of always got the, I don't know. I think you, you hang out with a bunch of people long enough. You're going to have your own little in jokes and your own sense of humor and oh, stuff. Absolutely. But I mean, yeah. if you want to be taken seriously or whatever, you got to kind of not be too funny or else you end up like presidency, United States of America, <laughs> Blink 182 or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, this song too, is kind of one of those where like, once you heard it, it was kind of like, Oh, you're in the club. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it was, they took themselves so seriously and like there was, there was always like mystery behind it and we're not telling you what the songs are about. And like, we're not doing interviews and we're not doing videos and all this stuff. Like you got to go seek the stuff out and to get something like this, it's like a little peek into, you know, a little bit of the, the, the other side, you know, like, Oh man, this is like a little glimpse behind the camera, you know, something where they were just messing around and like, I love stuff like that. And it's like, once you hear this, you're like, yeah, like this is the band. Like, yeah, they can do the serious stuff. You know, 10 wasn't, we weren't far removed from 10 back in 96. And like the, this more serious stuff, all verses and vitality. But this was like, okay, this band is cool. Like they've got that side to them. Like you can't picture like Soundgarden or Alice in Chains or somebody doing a song like this. <laughs> like this was kind of, this was kind of the separation point where like, okay, this is like a different thing. Like this is, this is, this is cool. Like they're going to be, they're going to be around. Like this is, this is something that like, is something that they're, they're giving us to say like, Hey, you know, we, we don't take ourselves that seriously. Well, so, didn't, uh, didn't Soundgarden cover uh, big bottom from uh, spinal tap? Yeah. But again, not the same kind of thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, what's your, what's your favorite line? Yeah. You, we, I love the song. Do you, what do you think about this song? Um, it, it is very anthemic. It does seem like, <laughs> like, oh, this is like the, yeah. the alternative song of the Olympics. I, I think people would have like thought that. Yeah. Like I, oh, I wish it had yeah. been the official <laughs> song. We had, we had that. Oh, was it called? They called it. What is it? Or something with a Z, the official mascot of the, the Atlanta Olympics. Oh, oh it was a disaster. Remember, I don't remember that. Yeah. Go back and what is it? I think W H A T I Z I T maybe. Oh, it was a it was a disaster. But yeah, I mean they were Pearl Jam was in town recording recording no code, I think during that time. So this was kind of like it, it could have been, you know, maybe they sent it to that radio station to mm-hmm. be like, maybe it'll catch on and maybe it'll maybe they'll they'll play and it'll be a big hit. 
Oh yeah, what is it? Izzy, like a weird blue guy. Yeah. And or an yeah. oral history of Izzy, the mascot marketing snafu. Hey now. <laughs> Atlanta magazine. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, we can uh yeah. it's 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 very sort of uh straightforward. Yeah, I think maybe like the uh the synchronized swimming sort of riff could have been improvised. <laughs> How hard can it be? How high can I touch? How high can I throw? How high can I run? How long can I hold my breath and stay underwater and wave my legs around in perfect unison with my partner who doesn't really understand me or my Olympic dream? Oh yeah, that's my with you know with with my partner who doesn't really understand me. Yeah, that that's my favorite. Yeah, the uh, the uh, Olympic athletes, like Dwight Stones, Stones, two uh, two Olympic bronze medals in high jump. But like in '96 too, it was so. I think part of this too is a commentary on how commercialized it became because oh, yeah, there, was, yeah. there was an official everything of the 96 Olympics. It was like the official credit card of the Atlanta Olympics, the official soft drink of the Atlanta Olympics, the official fingernail clippers of the Atlanta Olympics, the official hairbrush of the, like everything they, they did, they had sponsors for everything and it was so commercial. So I think this is, this is kind of them uh, pushing back on that a little bit, which I, which I enjoy. And uh, like you said, the, uh, the dead named Caitlyn Jenner, who uh, got a gold decathlon. Yeah, it's cool because they, they're he's referencing athletes that they remember from they were kids, like you know from seventy six and seventy two and mm-hmm. eighty. You know that that's kind of cool too. It's like oh, you know they rem, you know they remember those whether it was whether it was Nick or or Ed or whoever. Like that's that those are the ones that they grew up watching. And and and, and do you know the decathlon uh, events? Uh yeah, there's uh. The, oh damn it! You looked it up. No, too. I didn't okay. look it up. I just, I just <laughs> no. know there's, uh, there's the uh, javelin. I think. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Or discus and shot put. I think are in there. Yep. Um. Oh wait, not the shot. Oh wait, no, yeah, shot put okay. right there. Yeah, you're okay. Right. Uh, you have to run. I think it's either a fifteen hundred meter or a three thousand meter. Fifteen hundred. Yep. And and a five thousand maybe. Are there two two races? No, there are. Um, I guess you would say. Um. There's a pole vault in there somewhere mm-hmm. I know. Um, put me on the spot, man. Uh, is there some hurdles? Probably not. Yep. Hurdles like a not a three hundred, like a four hundred meter hurdles, maybe. Uh, hurdles or just a one hundred uh, is is always one ten. Oh, okay, the one ten hurdles. Man, I think I got seven or eight of them. Yeah, there's the high jump. Okay, and the triple jump. Yeah. Is that the last no. one? Okay, long jump. No, not for the not for the decathlon. Right. And then there's the uh, the 400 meter, okay, and the 100 meter, okay, long jump. Did you say long jump? I did. Oh, well, just a second ago. Yeah, well, I can edit that out and make it <laughs> make it seem I mean, like I got, it wasn't questioning. I got at least eight. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got, uh, yeah, you got most of them. Yeah, man, I'm I'm legit. I know my Hell Olympics. Yeah. yeah, I was looking at these and I was like, yeah, that's kind of like most of the things that they have you do in uh, in uh, in track in high school. 
I am more I am more of a Winter Olympic person because I do I do curling. Ah. So whenever the Winter Olympics come around, that's always a big deal. Oh, the deal. biathlon is my favorite. You know, nothing goes together oh, okay. like skiing and then shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's always so intense when they're like, can they control their breathing? And they have the little on the they have a little split screen with the targets and you see them like boom and like it disappears and then boom like it changes. Oh yeah, it's intense. I love watching it. Uh let's see what else. Uh yeah, you meant and and of course and the person uh Mary Slaney, Nay Decker, who did not win any Olympic mm-hmm. medals. I'll be like that girl who trained all her life as a distance runner and then Tripped with a quarter mile to go, but I, I will get up and I will run. I will run with the Georgia peach breeze, and I, I will win. I will win my my Olympic dream. Right, and right now, let's see. And and Whitney, Whitney Houston, shout out to Whitney. And he like Whitney. Yeah, and the little falsetto. Yeah, yeah. They would. There's no chance they are ever gonna play this song now because the it's so dated. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a, yeah. such a, a piece of the of the time and of the moment. Like, yeah, I, I used to hold out hope that they would they would tag it eventually, just if whenever they would play here. But yeah, I don't I don't ever think it's gonna happen. Unless uh, what is it is uh. After these postponed ones, it's is it going to be L.A. or France or something, and then L.A. or something? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, haven't been keeping up with it the last couple of years. Mm. Well, maybe if it comes back to the United States, and they'll maybe, maybe they'll update it. You never know. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, well, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you may never know, but you can make a pretty good guess. Yeah, I mean, we are in the we are in the era of of fuck it, they'll play anything. <laughs> but I think this is—it's on the shelf for good. And all, you never. Hey, if you win, if you win a contest or something like that, and they have their. Uh, oh, I, I put in. I put in for that all-in challenge, the contest. Yeah, so I'll I'll try to grease the wheels a little bit if I if I win. Yeah, yeah. that's how you, that's how you do it. Everybody listening, if you if you win any Pearl Jam contests. Mm-hmm. Oh, if if someone whoever wins, if they if you get Olympic platinum played, I will. Send you a copy of my original first uh, fan club single. Oh, see, there you go. There's the incentive. Or something else of equal value. (laughs) But I'll make it worth your while. Not a legally binding contract. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So the, um, was it Centennial Square or something like that? Or what was Centennial Park. Centennial Park, yeah. Is is that anything now? Just sitting there or? It's just kind of a... It's still a park. I mean, they, there's a little memorial and there's like, there's fountains that like kids can run through and it's, yeah, they turned it into like a, a nice little area for people to kind of walk through and remember, you know, it's, it's, they did a good job with it. Do you, was there like uh like shut down for a long time, getting everything kind of uh, uh, built and everything? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Cause like the, that's where the torch was. So like there's, I think that's the Olympic Stadium. I think they turned into Turner Field, which the Braves played at for a long time. And now I think hmm. that I think Georgia State University recently bought it when they built the new Braves Stadium out in the suburbs. Yeah, yeah. I think the only thing left is like there's the little the little place that held the flame, which they've kept. I think as kind of a memorial. And uh, but yeah, it's it's nice. Like it's a nice little area. You know, take the kids and run around. And there's always people kind of. Well, there were probably not right now, but there. 
all these people hanging out around there. It's, it's nice. It's right in downtown Atlanta. So if you're ever there, stop by and check it out. Oh yeah, walk through. Put put Olympic Platinum on your headphones and and go back. To, oh yeah, yeah. You can be like you were there. That's how you do it. Maybe make a uh, uh, a guided uh, tour through it. Record record yourself walking through so that tell people it's like, oh hey, download this. When you're walking through. Yeah. Oh, I, I should start like a I should start like an Olympic Platinum Centennial Park tour. Yeah, exactly. You just have that playing in the background. Like in, I get a little kiosk and like take take people around and like explain all the references and like. Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody needs a side hustle these days. Well, uh, that that's uh, that's all I got. Is that uh, is that it for you? Uh, I think so, man. I just again, like I I love the song. I listen to it all the time when I, I comes up on my shuffle sometime on my phone. And I always get a kick out of it. Like, it's just, it's fun to sing along to. It's so cheesy and dumb. And like, again, it's a, it's a side of them that you don't normally see just like them screwing around in the studio. So don't, don't dismiss it. It it definitely deserves a spot. I'm glad you did an episode for it. Yeah. This was one of the ones when you, yeah. when you started, when you announced you were going to be doing this podcast, I was like, Oh, I got to get Olympic play. <laughs> I hope he does it. So uh, I yeah, thanks. insinuate my way in there somehow. <laughs> but yeah, again, thanks for having me back. Like I, I love doing these. I love talking about these songs and like, especially the the lesser known ones and digging into it, and finding out all these little nuggets around them. I think it's the best. Oh yeah, no problem. I think it's it's good to to always not have everything be so super serious. I think even you know with Pearl Jam too, it's kind of you know it's it's good to have a little break from just having, Oh, just all the emotions and oh, all the feelings and stuff. You can just have, just have a nice little thing, you know, this uh, yeah. hummus, I don't know. <laughs> B girl. I don't know. Little, uh, yeah. weird things. Yeah. And you can just yeah. kind of like, Oh yeah. Okay. Have, have a break before you get back into Yeah. And it's, it's so cool of them to, to let out stuff like this, you know, just, it's just as much a part of their history as anything else. You know, it, like I said, it, it gave, gave people a, a taste of like what they, another side of them, like what they really were like in the studio. Like, you know, I think it's, I think it's so cool. Like they could have easily just done this and been like, uh, you know, just shelve that. We'll never release that. It's dumb, but Hey, no, put it on the fan club single. And, you know, back then you got the fan club single by Christmas of that same year. <laughs> well, not 94. Yeah. Well, they were busy. Yeah. That whole that whole trying to find a drummer thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's good what the uh, kind of what, what the fan club singles are for. And these nice little weird. Yeah, it's it's sad that they they don't things. do them anymore, man. I I wish they had, would would keep doing it, but I can see where it just doesn't make sense anymore. Then you tend to turn it to oh, we just do covers of stuff. It's kind of like, ah, it's like oh, here's a live song of a song that you know everybody has. Kind of like, eh. Yeah, put some give me yeah. some weird stuff. Come on. Put some uh, some stuff of you guys just messing around in the studio. Yeah, I can't wait to get the the actual physical singles of the last two, so I can have yeah. the complete set. Okay, enough bragging. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Let's see. It's uh uh. I know we had, we had you on earlier, but uh, is is there is there more stuff you think that uh that people should do for each other to try to uh help survive in the world today uh wear a mask oh hey that's a novel idea yeah and if, if someone's not wearing a mask stay away from them oh yeah yeah be safe everybody it's you know take care of yourselves yeah you, you don't you don't have to look out stay home if you only look out for number one then 
if you only look out for yourself, then nobody's going to be looking out for anybody. And have your head, head, head up your own ass and bumping into if everybody. You, if you only look out for number one, number two will find you. Yes, you'll, you'll probably step in it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for hammering that one home. I think I left it a little too vague. Oh, well, you know, that's... You 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 set it up and I dunk it. Is that how the right. sport? Is right. that how the metaphor goes? You right? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> well, this is uh, where 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 can people find you if they want to listen to more of your dulcet tones, John? Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, I uh, co-host uh, the podcast live on four legs uh, with Randy. We do a. Uh, to cover a different live show every week. We talk about the cool moments of the show, like what made it special, go through all the songs, play clips. Like it's a lot of fun digging back. Cause like, you know, you collect all these bootlegs over the years and it gives me a chance to go back and like, listen to some shows I might not have listened to in a while and go through them. And, you know, every, every Pearl Jam show is special. Like there's cool moments in everyone. So it's, it's a blast getting to go back and listen to all the ones from, from all the, the 30 years they've been around. So yeah, check that. It's called live on four legs, the number four, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I uh, hope people check it out. Yeah, good stuff. A lot of good, a lot of good Pearl Jam podcasts. Yeah, you, you you've been on a few times. So. Collect them all. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. Have you back on? Blah blah blah. I don't know. Yeah, you can usually like you can usually find me on the in the weirder ones at the at the end of the season. <laughs> like if there's if there's a weird these weird songs like this, chances are I'll I'll be close to it. You'll have a good one, too, just to pay your dues. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Checks in the mail. The Better Brand Podcast is produced by com and Brandon Palomo and published using a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. Please visit creativecommons.org or email listenaprino at gmail.com for more details. All music played is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. You can subscribe to the Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from betterbandpod.com using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Better Band Pod. I'm on Twitter at Brandon P. B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. If you like the job I'm doing here, you can go to ko-fi.com slash Brandon P and leave me a $3 tip. Or give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to tell your friends. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com or send any insights and stories you'd like to share and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Again, I'd like to thank my guest, John, and as always, this is Brandon saying, Apu, if it'll make you feel any better, I've learned that life is one crushing defeat after another until you just wish Flanders was dead.